Welcome to another Arabic lesson. My name is Imran. Hi, and I'm Anissa. Marhaba, kifa haluki ya Anissa. Alhamdulillah, tamam. In today's lesson, we're going to conjugate the verb dhahaba, which means... He went. But before we do that, I want to have a bit of a chat around actual learning the language. Now, obviously, learning languages, you probably come to this point where, all right, you've heard a few podcasts. Now it's starting to get a little bit difficult having to memorize stuff and conjugate verbs and stuff like that. So Nissa, for you, do you have any tips on how you learned the language? Yeah, I guess like I, I, I came back to Arabic quite a few times in my life. Like I did it in primary school and then I did it again for a couple of years in high school and then another year at uni. Uh, but yeah, I guess it was only when I came and joined your class with the sheikh and then he really encouraged us to just get out of our comfort zone and just speak and then having someone to practice with which is we practiced a lot someone that you felt comfortable practicing with and making lots of mistakes uh, I think that was key because that really just helped me transition from all that written and read you know just written reading um, the writing and the reading to actually getting out there and speaking it I think speaking is an interesting dynamic because you need to use, you know, whatever you've memorized and then it kind of travels in your brain. You got to also hear and listen to what they're saying and also about timing in terms of when to say the right thing to say. Your brain is kind of going in overdrive. And I think the only thing that I can remember from my health science degree was that all this information goes to the Brockus speech area <laughs> <laughs> and everything gets processed and it actually comes out. And, you know, you've always been in awkward situations where you might be saying something and then the other person just says something really quickly or out of context or some random stuff. That's just conversations that you have in a language that you're comfortable with. Imagine doing that in another language. So I think it adds to that anxiety as to why people are afraid to speak. Because mm, I think also body language is another factor as well. Because you've got to kind of like read the person's body language and see, okay, are they actually getting what I'm saying? Am I speaking the right you know am I saying it the right way uh, am I saying it the right pace uh, have I got all the right inflections uh, all that kind of stuff and so if you kind of start getting panicky then it, <laughs> it can really affect how keen you are to keep practicing speaking uh, I still remember this one conversation that I had and I had the answer like ready to go and there was they were discussing there were two people I think one guy was Egyptian guy one guy was a Lebanese guy they were just chatting chatting I had it all in my mind I had it all the grammar just as I was about to say it the kind of conversation moved on so I was like really annoyed that <laughs> it, it I couldn't say what I wanted to say but it shows how you know in the, when you're trying to converse in another language it, it's a great opportunity because your whole you're, you're literally you're using everything you have but at the same time that fear is what makes people really not speak Mm. And, and then they basically they can be fantastic like they could know all the grammar rules they could sit and translate a, a whole text and maybe even interpret like if they're listening to a like a uh, an arabic talk they could translate it for somebody but yeah there's a whole lot of other dynamics at play the more practice you get i guess that's the only way to overcome it and to just be prepared to make lots of mistakes. So, you know, if you find somebody, you've got to find someone that's you're really comfortable making mistakes with. And then that will help you overcome that anxiety. 
I think that's really key. I think it's having someone comfortable that you're making mistakes with. And that's essentially how kids learn. You know, kids learn can, can speak so many different languages, can learn so many things. They don't care how they sound or, or what they say or making mistakes. And I think as adults, you know, we have all that anxiety, we have all that, that kind of pressure on us. And we're just not comfortable making mistakes. So one is kind of overcoming that. But there are just generally some people that are just uncomfortable, you know, speaking to Rams. Like, I'll speak to anyone. I speak to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Taxi drivers, people in the shops. Just, yeah. Even if, even if they don't want to speak to me, I'm speaking to them in Arabic. And, <laughs> but that's just my personality. So I totally appreciate some people, are, 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 you know, are, they might be shy. Like me. I'm, I'm the opposite. I have to really get to know somebody before I'm comfortable, like, busting out in Arabic with them. Like, I'm, I got to know, okay, are they going to criticize me? Are they going to kind of stop and just look at me and go, what? Uh, or, you know, I've got to really have that rapport with them first. So that, that's just how I am. So I guess find someone that you're really comfortable with and that's on the same journey or can actually teach you and, um, and, and really try to practice as much as you can. But if you don't have anybody, what should they do? Talk to themselves in the mirror. <laughs> Talk to themselves. That's all we did. Yes. <laughs> we had Arabic up literally everywhere, all over the walls, everywhere in the kitchen, everywhere, all the grammar rules, and we'll just talk to ourselves. And also that, that kind of internal conversation that you have in your mind. Hmm. So like, oh, I need to go to the shops. For example, or... Uh, where's my keys hmm. you know all these types of internal conversations that why not have them in Arabic if you don't have anybody to talk to just talk to yourself like a crazy person <laughs> and it's actually better to talk to yourself than actually talk to someone that is actually antagonistic because hmm. I've actually had a lot of experience I don't know about you Anissa but I've had a lot of experience with people that are actually antagonistic to you learning the language and I've found that often it's those people that are not confident in the language themselves. Mm. So I guess if they see someone that's not Arab trying to speak the language, trying to learn, they will actually put you down. So I've had a lot of put downs by people. I have a, you know, I have a personality that I don't really care. So I just kind of keep on going. But for a lot of people that are, are shy, you know, these put downs can have a really big impact on them. Mm. That's enough rambling from us. Should we cut straight to the lesson? Yep, let's go. So in this lesson, we're going to conjugate the verb the habba which is he went. How you going, buddy? Going good. So in this lesson, we're going to go over the past tense, the fi'l al-madhi, and we're going to, you know, go over some conjugation with the, the verb dhahaba. And what does that mean? He went. He went. The thing about the past tense is the key to remember how to kind of conjugate the, the, the verbs is to put everything at the back. Just whack it at the back. Yeah? It'll make sense in a second. So, Anna means I. Yeah? So, Anna, you put a ta with a dhamma at the end. Tu, Anna, the habtu. So, we're talking about the haba, right? The word the haba, which is he went. So, Anna, the habtu. So, you just put that little ta with a, a dhamma at the end two you can try that another have two another have two you don't actually have to say another have two you can just say the had two and it's understood but 
I like to, I like you say Anna because it kind of just reinforces that, you know, Anna, the have to, Nahnu, the have no, I told you the next one, but alright, so what is we went? Nahnu, the have no. So can you see how we put the na with the alif at the end? Nahnu, the have no. Now for anta, what do you put at the end? Anta 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 Yeah, so you put a, a ta with a fatha on the top. Anta Dahabta. That means you went for a guy. Uh, to a guy. Anti would be? Dahabti. Anti Dahabti. So you can see how there's a kind of a pattern going on. And Tuma, which is you two, when would be and Tuma, the Habtuma, and Tuma, the Habtuma, uh, and uh, what about what's the word for you you all? You all is and Tum, yeah, and Tum. So and Tum, the Habtum, and Tum, the Habtum. Three or more. Uh, women is Antunna, what would that be? The Habtunna. Antunna, the Habtunna. So you're adding on that little Tunna at the end. There's a kind of pattern there for some. It doesn't work for everything, but you can kind of get a pattern for a little bit. Um, now, what's the word for he? Uh, hua. Hua. So what would Hua be? Hua, the Hab. Huwa uh, dhahaba. It's just straight. Dhahaba. Huwa dhahaba. That's called the jither. Yeah? What is the word for she? Hiya. Hiya. And what would that be? How would you conjugate dhahaba for that? Hiya dhahabat. Hiya dhahabat. So you put a ta at the end with a sukun on it. Yeah? So you kind of stop. Dhahabat. Alright, what's the word for those two? Huma, Dhahaba. Yeah, good. Huma is those two. Dhahaba for, for, for two guys. Excellent. And are you talking about two women? What would that be? Huma, Dhahabata. Yeah, excellent. Huma, so Huma is the same, yeah? Whether it's masculine or, or like two women or two guys, Huma. But the conjugation is different. So it's Huma, Dhahabata. So ta and an alif at the end. So three or more uh, um, people, what would that be? Hum dahabu. Hum dahabu. Hum is those three, dahabu. So we add a wow and an alif at the end of that. Yeah? And three or more women would be? Hunna dahabna. Hunna dhahabna. So again, hunna, we put a noon at the end, but we say hunna dhahabna. So it's a, not a, like nahnu dhahabna with an alif, it's just na with a, with a fatha. Alright, I'm going to mix this up a bit. How would you say um, she went? Hiya dhahabat. Hiya dhahabat. Good.
um, what would those two girls be? Huma Dahabata. Huma Dahabata. Yeah, pretty good, man. Alright, uh, what would... What about I went? Ana Dahabta. Dahabtu. All right, thanks again, Inti, for that lesson. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> no worries. Um, and see you next time. Ma'asalama. We hope you enjoyed that lesson and look forward to having you join us next time. Ma salama. Ma salama.